Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Don't Praise the Machine. And when I hold you, baby, feel your heart beat close to me. I want to stay in your arms forever. <laughs> Only love can episode 73. <laughs> that was the chorus to Set You Free by 90s dance music powerhouse and trance. Nice. I love that. We've got some big news. Let's, let's, let's dive into Everybody knows you. You're John Maloney. I'm Alexander Holland. Yeah. Straight to the big news. Yeah, I'm John Maloney, and I'm here with my pod brother, Alexander Holland, and it's <laughs> been a very special and momentous weekend for you, Al, because oh, mate. you had your big old 4-0 birthday. I did. This is my first pod record as a 40-year-old human. Wow. It's now now it's become an intergenerational podcast. <laughs> I'm the I'm the I'm the Gen Z still. <laughs> I'm the young whippersnapper. Um, I was uh, as soon as I slid into forty years of age uh, on August nineteenth on Friday. I think I automatically just get banned from all <laughs> nightclubs uh, around the world yeah, now. Yeah. There's a little alarm that goes off if I try and do anything a bit too youthy. Mm. And they say, "And no, 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 this is not for you no more. Mm. It's true. You can't, you probably can't kiss anyone at a house party anymore. <laughs> you can't, you can't barf on, in a house party anymore. 40, the end of baths. <laughs> it's true. It's true. People will react to barfing. With concern rather than mirth. Now, I put uh, I put my skateboard in a little skateboard shaped coffin, and we lowered it into the ground <laughs> in the park. <laughs> you got to be Tony Hawk if you want to skateboard around in your forties. Some friends of mine helped me put all my graffiti paint cans away <laughs> and my and my Posca markers, <laughs> and uh, they said your piecing and tagging days. Are behind you. Yeah. No more break dancing either. They're <laughs> removing all four elements of hip hop from me. <laughs> Rapping, DJing, MCing, and graffito tagging is out for you. It's true. Ripping off your like uh, your little MC badge that you won at a competition. <laughs> Ripping it off your jean jacket. <laughs> Yeah, so that was great. I had uh, I actually turned forty on Friday, mm-hmm. so it's August nineteenth. Yeah, was born August nineteenth, nineteen eighty two. Yeah, shout out to all my eighty twoers out there, like yourself, John. Ooh, you've got one coming good up. Good really I do. And yeah, it was a big old weekend of festivities. Mm. My friend Samantha Cook came up with a. She said it was the festive. Owl. Festive Owl. People call me oh, Owl. Oh, yeah. Which is that pretty works. good. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Why overthink it? It's already done. And so on Friday, I had a big family dinner with a bunch of... My parents were in town, which was lovely. Shout out Stephen and Marie. Mm. I'm about to, uh, to see them again in a second. And my brother Ned was over from Australia as well. They're having a bit of a Euro trip that they timed mm. with my birthday. Mm-hmm. So they were there. Auntie and Uncle David and Ilka. Mm. They were there with their son, my cousin Liam, and his girlfriend, Alex. They happened to be in Europe. So I had quite a lot of family from Australia. Oh, that's in, nice. Uh, in town on Friday. Yeah. Big family dinner. And the next 
day, Saturday. That was a bit more of my extendo party. Did you give a speech at the dinner before we move on to... My father gave a speech oh, nice. at the dinner. Lovely. And then I thanked him. It was very nice. Mm. As it was very well written huh. and very touching. Oh, that's lovely. Big up, Steve. And then well, on Stevie. the Saturday, I had a larger group of people at a beer garden mm-hmm. in Neukölln. And that was that was very lovely. And then yesterday, my friends Owen and Philip took me out on their little boat that they have built, their little water vessel. Built it a little uh, craft with some pontoons underneath, which we love very, very much. Mm. So I took my, Lond- my visitors from London out mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. I say real thanks to my London crew that came over talking about Claire, Sam, James, Caro, Scott and Steph. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. And also a special shout out to Dom. Came all the way from Barcelona. Sometimes he feels like he's in Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, every time that I turn 40, he <laughs> just says I'm drifting away. <laughs> and all I want to do is go back. <laughs> 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 we did we did play that song actually. Oh good. I want to give a big shout out to DK and Epsilon <laughs> with Barcelona featuring my main man Stamina MC. We played that on Sunday night before we went out. Fots Fots Stamina MC. Yeah, Fots Stamina MC. <laughs> shout out Stamina. <laughs> Friend of the show Stamina MC. You know I you know I like half no Stamina MC. Oh really? I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, cuz he's he's a big fan of Adelaide and he's uh, um, come over for drum and bass gigs. Mm. He would typically tour with Brazilian drum and bass DJ producer powerhouse DJ Marky, mm-hmm. and they would come over to Adelaide. And Stamina MC made good friends with some of the Adelaide drum and bass crew, mm-hmm. and so he spent a little bit of time there. So I met him a few times. And I want to say big shout out to my main man, Stamina MC. Nice. I, got, I noticed as well that just as an aside from my birthday, we can get back. But yeah, another person that turned a real milestone this week, good friend of the show, another Fotzi, Madonna turned 64. Oh, She's another Leo. Wow. The queen of ploofs. <laughs> She's a modern... She's a modern day ploofing hero. She's up there in the top tier. She is. God level ploofs. Yeah, God level ploofs from Madonna. She's I love those ploofers out there yeah. that are just pushing the boundaries of what can be done <laughs> and what can be acceptable. Yeah, it's true. Just go all in mads. Yeah. And she she got has a deep smoothness that I started <laughs> to envy at forty. <laughs> She does. She doesn't look like a person, but she does look smooth. She's gone for that kind of like balloon head <laughs> look, which she does. She looks like she kind of looks like that period in graphics in the development of graphics where they just imposed photos onto uh, like kind of hexagonal graphics, like in Goldeneye. You know, yeah. So like when you had your base, you only had a limited amount of uh, polygons, mm. a limited amount of polygon. That's what of, I'm thinking of. And you just yeah. would, and now her her Madonna face is just stretched on her polygon head, <laughs> and we salute her. <laughs> uh, we love you, Mads. So yeah, um, that's great. Yeah, so it was a big, it's a big old time. I'm real forty. It's time to, <laughs> it's time to real straighten up and fly right. Yeah, yeah that's right. No more pull those socks up. No more goofing around. <laughs> this, this is it. You're off to 
dental school. Yeah, after dental school, I bought a briefcase. <laughs> I bought a necktie. <laughs> got a savings account. I got a <laughs> got a savings account. Yeah, I wanted. I wanted. I just needed a little tri- a few little triggers that mentally trigger me each day mm. to be adult. So I walk out of the house with a briefcase and a ne- even if I'm wearing a t-shirt or a or a singlet, I put my necktie on <laughs> and I have my briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> my em- my briefcase that's just got sandbags and, the- and my necktie, <laughs> just to just to get you used to the f- the feel of adulthood. And then I pat everybody on the head, <laughs> boys and young and young men. I pat them all on the head, <laughs> and I say things like "Run along now, <laughs> run along now, Sonny, run along now, Sonny, my neighbour." My neighbour says, "Oh hi, Alex. How you? How you doing?" And I have my brief, my sandbag briefcase, and my necktie, and I give him a little pat on the head, and I say, "Great job, Sonny. Run along now. You're growing up real fast, aren't you?" The neighbour's like older than me. Uh, that's good. Um, well, congratulations, and thanks, man. I wish I could have been there, but I will be there very soon. Can I do a public thank you for your wonderful gift oh. of the cameo from Brian Jordan Alvarez? <laughs> You're very now, welcome. We haven't mentioned Brian Jordan Alvarez on the podcast yet. No. Brian Jordan Alvarez, for anyone out there who doesn't know, is a actor, comedian, and social media star. Mm. And uh, I first came across him on, I think, Instagram because there was a, a video got served to me of a funny uh, sort of distorted face. Some filter had been put over it mm. and he was... It was clearly somebody mocking or um, kind of doing a satirical Australian bodybuilding character. Mm, and I right. just assumed, I just assumed by the accent that it was an Australian. Yeah. It sounds like an Australian, which is rare. Nobody, well, it's it, it's very difficult for anyone who's not Australian to do that. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I went to his profile and it turned out he's not Australian. Mm. He's American, has never been to Australia, and just just does the best Australian accent of a non-native Australian that I've ever heard yeah. in my life. Yeah. And then I went through his other videos, and he was very funny, and me and John have become very fond of mm. him. And John got one of his characters mm. to give me a little birthday shout-out. And you can check that out 24 hours a day, seven days a week, on the Instagram app, Don't Praise a Machine. Yeah. posted it there. And you can pop on over and see what Brian Jordan Alvarez had to sing to me for my birthday. Yeah, it's a, it's a, he did a little bespoke song for you, which I thought was very sweet. And so, classic, very grateful for that. Yeah, no, you're more than welcome. I wanted to give you a little bit of a, a little bit of a session of, you know, it's a time for reflection. And so I thought I'd, I was kind of reflecting on your behalf. Of course, my own 40th is not far away. So I've got a couple of things here. First of all, a traditional game of feel old yet. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The internet's favorite game, Mm. feel old yet. Feel old yet. It's the, uh, it's a birthday tradition. So here's a couple of quick facts for you, and then I'll move on to some more encouraging, some more encouraging content. Uh, people who were 
<clears throat> our age when Nevermind, the album by Nirvana, came out, which we've talked about on the show. Mm-hmm. They are now around age 70. So, and it, wow. So, if you, were, if you were 40 when Nevermind came out. Yeah. In fact, if and you might have, you'd be probably in your early seventies at this stage because I was going wow. going from thirty nine, because it came out in nineteen ninety one, which of course is thirty one years ago, and wow. so if you were thirty nine, thirty nine plus thirty one, if I'm not mistaken, is seventy. So wow. it's encouraging in a, in a sense because I think sometimes, gee, am I a bit young to be out of touch with uh, modern music? But then I think, no, my parents didn't weren't listening to Nirvana, so that's fine. They were <laughs> they were listening they were listening to stuff that was tw- twenty years old when Nirvana came out, when Nevermind yeah. came out, and that's what I'm doing this day. I'm listening to uh. things from the early noughties. So I like to think I'm a bit hipper than that generation, but maybe maybe not. Um, okay. Others, which are more personal to us, people, which people who are our age and you made, made reference to the 82 as people who were, uh, our age in 1982. Okay. Were born right in the middle of the second world war. Okay. Hang on, so, so, so hang on, say that again. So, so if you were 40 in 1982, then you were born in yeah. 1942. Uh, which was in you, you are right, right in yeah, right, okay. in, right in the so midst you were born of right in the middle, right in the midst of World War Two, wow. which is also fairly sobering okay. when you think about the cultural significance of the <laughs> decades between 1982 and 1942. So there you go. Okay. We have also we've known each other for 29 years since 1993, and beautiful people who knew each other for 29 years in 1993 met in the year 1964, which is also quite sobering. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's just, it's just I maths. Like but when you line it up, I like this. Gives me a sick. This give me a sick feeling. Feel old yet with maths. Exactly. It's, a, it's, it's kind of a fun maths game. <laughs> it's a maths game. Yeah. And I've got a few more encouraging facts. A lot of people think that, you know, when you're in your 40s, whatever you've kind of accomplished by that time, you've you've accomplished and uh, it's the beginning of middle age and that can be a bit discomforting for people. So it's always encouraging, I find, to think about uh, stories about late bloomers. And I've got one here. It's about a woman who, like yourself, was musically gifted but perhaps unlike you, she lacked confidence and she feared that at 47 years old, the chances of her becoming a musical oh. success were not great. But with the encouragement of her singing coach, she decided to try out for a talent show called Britain's Got Talent and she performed I Dreamed a Dream and got a standing ovation and three yeses. I'm talking about Mate. none other than Susan Boyle. So Subo. <laughs> I did. I did a bit of research on on late bloomers, and Susan's name came up, and I thought that's not really what I was going for, but that's fine. Um, okay. Well, I am practicing my singing. You got seven years to win. Britain's Got Talent. You're fine. I can imagine that I'll just be stood in front of a a Simon Cowell so ploofed that that I cannot discern what it's even he's, looking at. He's, it's going to be just a so a sphere of. Skin. Yeah, so ploof that he's curving the fabric of space-time. 
<laughs> sucking every, sucking all matter within him. It'll be difficult to perform because I'll just be sliding in <laughs> to the black hole of Simon Cowell's <laughs> ploof orb. <laughs> um, and finally, one more. I've written here, a lot of people think childhood is a time for mischief and that when you get to adulthood, you have to settle into a more conventional life. But did you know that the median age of criminals in the US is now 38, which is a decade older yeah. than it was in 1970? And according to youthfacts.org, in 2005, people in their 40s committed 22% more homicides and 43% more drug offences than youths. So- Wow. So you don't need to slow down. In fact, I would <laughs> I think I think you should think about gateways to more serious offending, if anything. <laughs> it sounds like I'm hitting the ripe old age <laughs> yeah. to be committing any number of my favorite crimes. <laughs> and here I was looking at myself in the mirror, gently touching my crow's feet with my fingers. And going, oh, you're too old to do crimes. <laughs> Who are you kidding? You couldn't kill anyone anymore. Am I too old to do crimes? <laughs> oh, no. It's all behind me. <laughs> Not so. Thank you to youthfacts.org for that encouraging statistic. Something something you're real going to love. Yeah. And this gives you a bit of an insight into the impact that the podcast seems to be having in my real life, in my real, real life mm, now. Mm-hmm. Is that... Uh, f- so my... My dear Berlin crew yeah. got got me a combined gift. This is quite a thing that we do over here with my, me and my friends is that typically one or two people will take the reins and say, so-and-so's birthday's coming up. Let's chip in money and we can get them something together. Mm-hmm. And so a bunch of my friends did that, which was lovely. So I sat down and actually I think even before I sat down I think my friends Philip and Magda said we're going to give you our gift first mm-hmm. I was like okay fine that's real nice thanks guys and they gave me a little paper bag and I reached in and there was a little some kind of package in there and I thought oh this is going to be nice I wonder what this is a little bit a little bit squidgy and I opened it and it was a packet of Beans, dried beans, <laughs> and I want to say it nice. may it may have been red kidney beans. Yeah, I thought I thought that's pretty funny for a gag. <laughs> I checked the bottom of the bag to see if the real present was there. There was no real present there. I thought, <laughs> okay, it's a funny funny gag. Not really sure what's going on here, but I can have a funny laugh with you guys, and I'll speak to you later. We'll, we'll just clear up what's happened here. Cause I'm sure the real gift you on the way somewhere. Yeah, and so then then a couple of other people grabbed me and said, "Al, uh, uh, you got to open our present now. You got to open our present." I said, "Okay, I will." So they handed me a bag. They said, "This is from the three of us," mm-hmm. and I said, "Okay, real thanks." And then I reached in as a smaller package, also squidgy, and I opened that up. And it was another small bag of beans or legumes. <laughs> and I thought, that's pretty funny. Uh, they've thought of the same funny joke as Philip and Magda. <laughs> Jordan just thought, oh, it would also be funny to give beans. Yeah. And really looking forward to my real presence. <laughs> it's going to be coming soon. I just know it. And... Then they said, okay, it's present time, present time. So I sat down on the chair yeah. and then and then they began handing me presents and they said, here's one 
from Marky. And then I'd open it and it would be black beans. (laughs) And then another friend (laughs) would say, now here comes a present from Mason. And I'd open it and it would be red lentils. (laughs) And this just went on and on for I'm going to what felt like Hours yeah, yeah. Of me just opening every <laughs> accumulating a big pile of beans behind you, <laughs> and eventually they said, "Okay, we've put you through enough of the bean ringer mm-hmm. now." And then they gave me a bigger box, which I opened, and one of the major gifts that they'd given me was a pressure cooker for beans Mm. so it's gonna help me (laughs) hydrate those beans much quicker than i have been yeah and so that was very very lovely and they gave me a whole bunch of other gifts which were kitchen related yeah okay so i want to say real shout out to all those (laughs) friends of mine that did the funny bean and i found out afterwards that they actually coordinated in the group yeah in the group chat on whatsapp to make sure they didn't double up on the types of beans everybody was supposed to get <laughs> all different, different varieties of bean yeah wow I'll take a photograph when i'm back uh <laughs> i'm heading off to ireland briefly today you won't with, have to uh, spend a cent for the next five years yeah this is gonna be so good i can't i can't wait to never have to leave my pantry <laughs> i'm gonna live in there <laughs> just, just making clothing out of beans but that was very, very sweet. And I want to just quickly give a shout out to all the beautiful people that gave me lots. I got lots of beautiful gifts over the uh, the days. So big big love to all you beautiful yeah, crew that were kind enough nice. to to gift me. So that was the that was the that was the beanie birthday. I might even be able to yeah. share a few videos on the Instagram page of me sat down getting bean after bean for <laughs> days. <laughs> days and days of beans. I, I did consider getting you a, a bean-related gift, I must admit. Mm. It's, an, it's, a, it's, a good, uh, it's a good go-to. <laughs> um, but I, I opted for experiences. And there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of legume-based experience gifts. That <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure my friends Googled like Bean Museum, <laughs> Bean Theme Park. Bean Theme Park. Couldn't yeah. you send me to Bean World? <laughs> Couldn't you send me to Bean World in Orlando, Florida? <laughs> bean Town. Yeah. <laughs> send bean Town is just a bunch of beans dressed up like in cowboy outfits. <laughs> Ride the red lentil rocket coaster. The Eurowings voucher that I sent you is meant to be only used for bean related Travel. Travel. (laughs) I think maybe for the next year uh, of the podcast, Mm. uh, I might just talk about how much I love sports cars every single (laughs) Manifest. You've got a a thing or two to learn about manifesting. And then what's going to be real funny, all my friends, is if, if you just give me a whole bunch of tiny matchbox cars as gifts and we're all laughing, ha, ha, ha. It's a tiny ma- it's Oh, it's another tiny matchbox Lamborghini, <laughs> and then maybe if, <laughs> and then if, and then after hours and hours of opening tiny tiny sports cars, is a they wheel in a big old crate. Yeah, and they say now we could see you were disappointed, and they crowbar that crate over, 
is a sweet, sweet linguine Lamborghini <laughs> for me. While you've been having your birthday festivities, I've um, it's just been a regular week on the podcast for me and Cole uh, answering a lot of fan mail, birthday-related fan mail. But I have found time to research a story that's of interest to me, which is about the Be Real app. And it seemed to connect naturally to conversations that we've been having recently about the cycles that you see social media go through yeah by which i mean you know people moving from facebook or perhaps from myspace to facebook and then from facebook to instagram and now from instagram to tiktok and other similar apps and meanwhile the older generation becoming more comfortable with things like facebook and instagram and the latest wave of uh social media apps is uh, exemplified by a particular app that there's been a bit of press around recently, and that is the Be Real app, which I think yeah. at the moment is the most downloaded social media app on Apple. Uh, uh-huh. And it's an interesting one. I I didn't really know anything about it because nobody in my circles is using it because uh, I'm too chuggy. But the idea is that it was started by it was started in 2019. And it was started by uh, French entrepreneurs Alexis Berrier and Kevin Perrault. And uh, it's achieved a lot of success, I think particularly this year. A lot of the uh, downloads of the app, the majority of them have just happened over the course of this year. And it's a very simple premise. And the premise, as I understand it, is this, that at a random time during the day, users will be prompted on their phone to open the app and take a photo of themselves and also a photo, uh, a kind of rear-facing photo. So in other words, you have to do a, a photo, both of a selfie and then a reverse, reverse the lens and do a photo of whatever's behind the camera. Right. And uh, you have two minutes, I think, to do that. And if you don't do it, then you can do it later, but everyone knows that you've done it later and you kind of get informally penalized and because mm. it's not really within the spirit of the app. And if you edit your photo in any way or if you retake the photo, uh, then, okay. then that's also flagged. And they don't have they don't have any kind of fancy filters um, or anything like that or any other ways that you can kind of augment what you're presenting. And they don't, I think, have anything in the way of really infrastructure beyond this basic functionality so that uh, there's no scaffolding by which you could develop a kind of broad following as an influencer or something like that. Or at least it's not, huh. it's not obvious yet how people would use it to become famous. And the interesting thing is that one thing we've been talking about is how 
Instagram's kind of evolving to be more like TikTok and it's evolving really to be more about uh, content rather than connection as some some of the commentators have put it. So it's more about people using it to promote and other people using it to consume their content or to consume products affiliated with that content and it's less about direct user-to-user connection um, right. because that's there's, there's no money or less money to be made in that than there is in kind of building up influences and, you know, subscribers and selling shit, etc. So the idea of be real is kind of all about bringing the internet back to what it may be or bringing social media back to what it maybe was originally, which is this fairly unvarnished connection between individual users. And it really, it's really interesting to me because it's, you know, obviously it's scratching an itch among Gen Zers in particular. And yeah. I think like Facebook, it's kind of started to, it's, it's popularity first exploded among people who were say in college dorms and things like that. So it became this kind of thing where you could, during the day you'd get this little update from your, you know, your mates and you'd share a little update and it produces this, you know, litany of kind of day-to-day exchanges. Like somebody will be cooking a, cooking a pot of spaghetti and somebody else will be doing some gardening or somebody else will be like on the way to the shops or having a drink or whatever. Uh, and yeah, some people are kind of celebrating it and saying, you know, this is a kind of interesting pushback against the more commercialized and impersonal direction that social media has gone in. And other people are saying, there's a really good article in The New Yorker that was saying that um, this is kind of bullshit because it's it's a bit of a falsehood that you could do anything other than curate when you're presenting yourself on social media and the idea hmm. the idea of authenticity through social media is you know it's a kind of a lost cause and they this was from somebody who had kind of experimented with using it and they were saying things like whenever i would get this prompt if i were to respond to it within the two minutes i would often do things like you know uh if i was in bed i would kind of get yeah. get up and do something that i could be plausibly doing that was a bit more visually presentable yeah. than, than going in than being in bed or i would like you know you'd, you'd like put a bit of lippy on or whatever like you'd hurriedly uh present yourself in some slightly more um curated way than than maybe what the app is purporting to intend and also of course it's prompting you to it's still got the kind of never-ending scroll model where you're you know just kind of trying to it's it's trying to hook you in, make you look at your phone, make you keep looking at your phone throughout the day by giving you these prompts. And uh, yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting phenomenon. I'd like to hear from Don't Praises as to whether anyone is using it, particularly if anyone's using it for other than kind of experimental purposes. And if you want to connect with me on there, that'd be great. My plan is to, my plan is basically to get an account and then every time I'm prompted to, uh, take a photo of myself. I will either be, uh, I will either be on the toilet or maybe <laughs> every time, <laughs> yeah, every single, every single time. Doesn't matter what, could be day or night. I'll just be, I'll just be kind of, I'll just, it'll just be a shot of me, like kind of 
embarrassingly put pulling my shirt down over my genitals. And oh, <laughs> I didn't realise it was. Oh, I forgot the two minutes were coming up. Oh, no. And oh, I gotta be, but I gotta be real. <laughs> exactly. Or maybe like I'm. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm always vomiting or something. Just something that's going to elicit. Uh, <laughs> People's. Sorry, guys. <laughs> just being real again. <laughs> I've just, I've just had too much pasta again, guys. I'm sorry. Um, Don't love my authenticity. <laughs> Don't love my pushback. <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, I wonder, I wonder how much of that is going on because. That to me, that would be the overwhelming temptation, which is Peter like <laughs> cultivate deliberately cultivate a really kind of yeah. sad and disturbing Fine. view of your life. Um, my London friend, oh yeah, and our mutual London friends use it, John. So you can definitely oh, connect wow. with them yeah, okay. and experiment. You can join their be real uh, little posse, mm. and some of my friends in Berlin have just started talking about it in the last couple of weeks mm. as well. So we there should we should, we should give it a go. I like the idea of mine. I just I quite enjoy doing f- um, photographs, as you would know. Not just photographs, but in life, I I love Pratt falling. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Pretend yeah. to fall. So I think every <laughs> every day I would just do a photo where I hold because and the way that you make a falling photo for anybody that wants to know is are you listening. You you're getting this from a professional here. What mm. you do is you go and you take a cell. You go to take a selfie and then put something in soft in front of you, like a mattress or something you can fall on. And then you really whip yourself. You you walk, and then you basically feign tripping on the mattress. Yeah, and allow yourself to fall at a reasonable <laughs> speed towards the mattress yeah. door, soft right. cushioning that you've created. And then you take the photograph mid fall, <laughs> and so that you're kind of on blurry. Settings, most phones on their on their uh, most phones on their default setting will give you a little bit of motion blur, and it's great <laughs> if you can make a really disgusting face as well, and that's. <laughs> Caught, so that would be my B reels. Which just every day, I'd be real fallen. <laughs> just going, just like you're going through life in in a kind of state of acute clumsiness. <laughs> <laughs> every day, just eternally falling on B reel, and that is what I that is what I would do. You know, that's, yeah. Um, but I guess that's not in the spirit of the app. Maybe not. Yeah. I mean, the only way the, the the only way you can have a non curated thing like this is if you just have an app where everybody just has access to like cameras in everybody else's house that are on twenty four hours a day. <laughs> it's true. That's real. It's true. That's proper non curated. Bathrooms included. There's no two minutes. It's just twenty four seven. Yeah. Just international Big Brother. Yeah. That's that's and that's what and then oh come on just just accept my request so that I can watch cameras in your house all day and night. That's real. That's where it's, yeah. This is push. This is pushback against Zuckerberg. Exactly. I mean, the real pushback I would have thought would just be to not use social media, but and that's that, that's what I was real too, as apparently. It's, a- it's like there's a point where being real is just it's just a Venn diagram that is overlapping with not having the app. <laughs> what I do is like at a random time during during the week, I will get together with friends in real life, and we'll put our phones in our pockets and have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wanna I wanna say DPTMers, if you're using Be Real, mm. send us an email and let us know. Don't praise at AOL.com. I gotta I don't know why I have to keep saying this. It's a real email address. It's not <laughs> it's not a fake nostalgic email address that I've made up. <laughs> AOL is still a company and I like that the URL wasn't wasn't so long. Yeah. One word, yeah. Don't praise at AOL.com. And I'm gonna say to my London crew, I know you're using it, but write an email. Go to the effort, guys. Go yeah. To, don't send. Don't praise at AOL.com. Tell us how you're using the Be Real app, if you're enjoying it, what it's bringing to your life, and we'll give you a shout out. And if you're our email of the week, then Colin will send you a prize pack from DPTM. <laughs> you're going to get Schlag stickers. Oh, you're gonna get man. Ki- red kidney, you're going to get red kidney beans. <laughs> Regifted red kidney beans. <laughs> You're going to get a pack of upper deck basketball cards from the <laughs> 90s. And you get a little ploof Madonna doll with a little balo- with a little 64-year-old balloon head. And you pop that, they pop that on the shelf. Thanks, everybody, so much for tuning in to episode number 73 at Don't Praise the Machine. There's been the Alexander Holland birthday special and the Be Real app special. We really enjoyed talking about those two topics. With you this week. We can't wait to see you next week for episode number 74. We're going to bring you, bring you, bring you, bring you, bring you, bring you more. As always, I'm sat here digitally next to my number one prince of podcasting. He's got to be the one called John Maloney. Thanks so much, John Maloney, and we'll see you next week at the podcast. Alexander, this is your birthday. You're turning 40, and that is a good age. Life is getting better, and everyone can feel it. And all of your friends are so proud of you. Everybody love you. You live in Berlin now. You're such a great guy. You make electronic music. And now it's time to keep on living, and life is going to get better every day. So I know you, happy birthday, first of all. <coughs> happy birthday and from me and from my wife. And I know that you live in Berlin and you make electronic music now, Alexander, but before you used to live in Adelaide, Australia. So I'm going to go there on tour to Adelaide and sing some of my hit song. So this is going to be the best year of your life so far. 40 is going to be magic and it's going to keep getting better, okay?